All right, all right, all right. It's medication time. It's medication time. It's time for another Dr. Fargo podcast. So it's Dr. Fargo. This episode will be reviewing the movie Prey. It's a 2022 American period piece science fiction film directed by Dryan Trachtenberg, based on the Predator franchise, created by John Thomas and Jim Thomas. It's the fifth installment in the franchise and a prequel to the first four films. It stars Amber Midthunder, Dakota Beavers, Dane DeLegro, Stormy Kip, Michelle Thrush, and Julian Black Antelope. Uh, it was uh, released, premiered at San Diego Comic-Con on July 21st, 2022, and was released by 20th Century Studios on Hulu as an original film on August 5th, 2022. Um, so let me go into this. If you haven't seen it, I'm going to go um, through the plot and then review it after that in five, four, three, two, one spoilers begin now. Okay, in the year 1712, Naru, a young Comanche woman trained as a healer, dreams of becoming a great hunter like her brother uh, Tabe. While tracking deer with her dog Sari, she witnesses the arrival of a thunderbird in the sky, which is in reality a spaceship dropping off a predator, taking as a sign that she is ready to prove herself. Tabe agrees to take her, uh, her with him as he leads a search party for the mountain lion that attacked one of the tribe's hunters. They retrieve the wounded tribe member and depart. The mountain lion, having apparently been spooked off by the predator that follows and observes the humans while collecting skulls of several local predatory species. Tabe, however, stays behind to find the mountain lion and complete the hunt. Naruto circles back and finds Tabe. She manages to trap the lion but falls and strikes her head after being distracted by a burst of light. Tabe carries her home and returns to finish off the weakened lion, a deed for which she is honored by the chieftain and the rest of the tribe. Envious Naru, uh, Leaves home with Sari in secret the next day to hunt. She comes across a herd of skin bison and later tries to kill a grizzly bear, but gets cornered by the beast due to her lack of experience. Suddenly, she, suddenly she watches as the bear is overpowered and killed by her stalker, uh, the predator, uh, fleeing in horror before running into a pack of Comanche hunters sent to find and bring her home. The predator swiftly ambushes and kills them, and Naru escapes, tries to escape before her foot gets snagged in the milk trap. Creature seeing that she is no longer a threat just casually leaves and walks away. <laughs> French voyageurs, who were the ones responsible for skinning the bison for their pelts, find the ruined cager, ordering her their translator, Raphael Adolini, to question her about the creature, uh, which is the predator. And she refuses to talk. The lead voyageur reveals that he has Tabe captive as well and tortures him before tying both siblings up for bait for the predator. The predator, using his advanced weaponry, kills most of the voyageurs. Uh, while Tabe and Naru escape. Naru uh, rescues Sari from the Voyager's camp and stumbles across the dying Adelini after she kills the two uh, men guarding the camp. Adelini teaches her how to use his flintlock pistol in exchange for medical treatment. Naru gives him herbs to staunch the bleeding from his wounds and inadvertently discovers that doing so also reduces a person's body heat, making it difficult for the creature to see one's heat signature. Uh, the predator fails to, uh, to see Adeline with his thermal vision, but finds and kills him when he makes noise. Tabe comes in on horseback to rescue Naru, and the siblings are able to weaken the predator before it uses its invisibility cloak to hide and sneak up on Tabe, stabbing him through the back. Naru flees through the woods and finds a surviving lead voyager who had uh, previously tortured Tabe, collecting water. He knocks him out and severs his legs and gives him an unloaded gun before eating the herbs to hide her heat signature baiting the predator to kill a voyager. 
She uses Andalini's pistol to ambush the predator from behind it as it reveals in it, revels in its kill, knocking the creature's mask off and stealing it. And she then she runs deep into the woods to prepare for her final showdown, kind of like Arnold in the first movie. Using her all her knowledge of the creature's characteristics and tactics, Nuru lures the predator into the same mud pit she had fallen into previously, then uses the creature's mask to turn its own projectile weapon against it. The predator dies of its wounds and Nuru severs its head and paints her face with its glowing blood. She brings the head and the flintlock pistol, uh, revealed by the engraving to be the gun that will be handed to the police officer Mike Harrigan by a predator leader in 1997 back to her tribe, believes her to be dead, and tells him that the arrival of the white men, it's time to find a new home. The tribe honors her victory as Nauru, human pride, turns to face a young girl. And after the credits, uh, clouds roll in and three predator ships fly in. Oh boy, uh, this is a lot better than I was expecting. I thought it was going to be like one of these, like, uh, what do they call it? fake woke movies that be coming out. Like, <laughs> where they basically they're trying to over. This one does it the right way. I like the Comanche parts of it. Amber Mid Thunder is great. And like the whole movie. And then the, the hunting aspects of it are pretty awesome. And then adding in the the uh, Voyagers is uh, interesting to see as well. I really like this movie. Two thumbs way up. I highly recommend it. If you're a Predator fan, you're gonna like it. Uh, peace out, peeps. Have a good one, Doctor Far Podcast. We'll be back on your Force of Concrete. We usually want to hope everybody's having a great week. Peace and love, peeps.